as a woman in business and event productions, even when surrounded by a cloud of good intentional people, it doesn't mean that things would always be easy. No one is perfect and no friendship, no relationship, no partnership is perfect either. And I say this only because for anyone out there looking for a mentor, it's important to find loyal quality people, but finding those people can be a process of trial and error. I've suffered pain, challenges, and hurt along the way, just like you might have. But one thing that I will never change is this. We all need a group of people that we can call our people. We can call our community. So we feel accepted even when we're different by all accounts. I'm different (laughs) to a lot of people, not just my culture and upbringing, but also by the fact that I am a woman in event productions. And for the majority of my time in this field, I was the only woman in event productions surrounded by a lot of male counterparts that I am grateful for. However, I did not look like any of them and I didn't act like any of them and I didn't feel like any of them. Welcome to Events Demystified Podcast, where we explore and demystify the world of in-person, virtual, hybrid event AV production and technology by sharing insightful tips, tricks and tactics to make your events a success. This podcast is brought to you by Tree Fan Events, a woman-owned boutique event production agency. And your host is Anka Trafan, a technical event planner and producer with almost two decades of hands-on technical experience in event production. Welcome, friends, to the 100th episode of Events Demystify podcast. What an accomplishment that is. I am so, so over the moon. And with me on the show today, I have, well, no one else but myself. Well, this is someone that, as you probably have already experienced, has showed up every week, week after week and has tried really, really hard to bring you valuable content, some amazing guests sharing so much knowledge and so much wisdom and useful information and tactical information, also bringing you some food for thought from time to time. I want to take this opportunity to thank each one of you, not just you listeners, but also my friends and my family that have stood behind me over the course of the last three and a half years. I think that's how long it took us to actually get to a hundred episodes. And I want to acknowledge some people that have played a important role in this podcast, also behind the scenes people, as well as everyone that has had left, you know, a positive impact on the podcast and the direction that it has gone and the seasons that we've had and the guests that we brought in. I want to also acknowledge that 
Although some of my friends don't always understand what it is that I do and what it is that I'm talking about on this podcast, there's a lot of people that I work with, a lot of people that I partner with that have been incredible supporters of the podcast and of me as I got to work on some amazing projects, not just this year, but in the years past. Especially this year, however, I traveled a lot. I spoke on some wonderful stages and especially in person, which has been something that we have all been looking forward to, right? I have crossed the world, I think like a few times now. And I worked on the podcast, I work on my business, but I also worked on myself. And I've, you know, taken strides, not just mentally, but physically and emotionally. And I've also produced a few podcasts aside from this one that are produced for some of my clients and they're really making an impact in the world. So that's something else that I'm extremely excited about to continue in 2023, but also proud uh, of the things that we have done just this year alone. And about that. So stoked about the impact that the latest season has made on you and the ripple effect that has had in our industry. And this is just the beginning. So I am beyond excited to see the hard work that it has been happening over many years, yet it's starting to get recognized and starting to catch fire. And all of you listeners have contributed to all of this hard work behind the scenes by listening and by sharing and by providing feedback and partaking in this wonderful community that we have managed to create with the podcast. Also by adding this little spark that I felt was so important because it always means so much to me when I receive feedback because I don't want it to be just a monologue. I want it to be a conversation. So a lot of the episodes and the guests that I've had and the topics that were discussed were actually based on the feedback received. With that, I'm also super thankful for all the sharing that you've done this past year, especially, which has been responsible for helping this podcast grow organically beyond my wildest dreams. Currently is sitting in the top 5% podcast listened and shared in the technology category globally, which is amazing. Some other amazing stats that I just wanted to bring to your attention, and it's something that I've also shared on social, but it's worth mentioning, is that in 2022, we have created over 1,800 minutes of original video content, and that is a lot. That's more actually than 95% of all the other podcasts in the technology category. It was heard in in 15 countries, the top five being the U.S., obviously, Canada, South Africa, the United Kingdom, and Brazil. Also, it's been in the top 25% podcast of most followed and influential podcast, which I thought that was fantastic, especially in our industry. And I saw a lot of gains this year. You know, I've, I've been amazed to see that the, the followers have increased by 122%. Also, there's been an increase in listeners by 92% and an increase in hours recorded by 87%. And 
And we had about 82% increase in streams. At one point, the streaming sort of stopped because it took so much more bandwidth and I was just hitting it hard on the business front and working and traveling a lot. So I had to that, you know, be more of a, a second priority to the actual podcast getting on air, being available to all of you. I also cannot thank our featured guests because they have shared so much knowledge, as I mentioned, so many tips and added so much value for our listeners. And if you have benefited as much as I I did. I would love to hear from you. I would love to have you reach either on social via DM. Instagram is a great place to reach to me. The Instagram handle is events demystify podcast or even on LinkedIn. There is a LinkedIn page for the podcast, Events Demystified Podcast. Also, you can find it on the website and you can connect with me uh, that way. I have a email and I'm going to put it on the screen really quick and it's podcast at trifanevents.com or even WhatsApp. That's another option if you would like to share some of the ways in which you have benefited from this uh, podcast. The WhatsApp direct connect number to the podcast is listed on the screen. And if you're just listening, that is one two eight nine eight five eight six two zero. And with that, I invite you to join us in 2023 as we expand our reach and our impact even further. Now that the women behind the scenes in events and event production season is coming to a close, but by no means will we stop bringing on some amazing women in events, either behind the scenes or front of scenes. I wanted to take the opportunity to talk a bit about my experience as a woman in event productions and technology, a woman behind the scenes and front of scenes, because I've taken both roles on occasion. I think the last time I share some of my story. It was probably one of the first few episodes of this podcast. And of course, you know, there's plenty of breadcrumbs shared in many of the other episodes that I have recorded. Also on many of the podcast shows, I have been a guest on this year and in the years past. So to start with the beginning, that would take a long time. So I'll just in a nutshell, give you the picture of where I come from. And no, I'm not going to read my bio. If you are interested, you can always go on my website or on the podcast website and uh, even LinkedIn profile and read it if you're so curious. I will only touch on a few things that will set a context for what I'm about to share next. For those that don't already know and have not heard it in my accent, I am originally from Romania. I started working in radio as a radio DJ throughout high school and in college, which was actually a fabulous time and not having to deal with all the high school drama. I feel like I sort of like bypassed that because I was working a lot. So I was staying away from trouble. But this opportunity of working in radio actually is what I attribute my passion for audio, audio engineering, audio production, and in the end, audiovisual production. And that's what propelled me into a passion for all things production that otherwise I would have probably never gotten a chance to get anywhere close to because where I grew up, there were no opportunities for women to get even as close as to a mic, let alone 
play with it and <laughs> adjust microphone levels and EQ and compression and all the things. And while in Romania at the time, I didn't have much of an opportunity to learn more when I moved to US right after college. And that was actually my reason for moving the desire to have more opportunities in a field that were very little where I was at the time. When I moved to US uh, right after college, I moved with literally a hundred dollars in my pocket and some change. And the transition has certainly not been an easy one. That was a process. But if we fast forward to today, after almost 20 years of working many events from large scale to uh, medium to small uh, on the front lines as a sound engineer and a technical event producer and technical director with the added skills of being a streaming engineer thanks to COVID and video uh, engineer and director, I feel like all of that has paved the way for me to become more of a well-rounded technical event planner and producer, which is what I like to call myself most of the times, if I don't call myself an AV unicorn, but also has paved the way into so many other opportunities and into wearing so many other hats over the years. And just this year alone, I feel like I stretched myself even further. And I'll talk about that a little bit later on all the hats that I wore and all the things that I've learned. One thing is for sure, while you know a technical event producer and director as I like to call myself, uh, there's not a lot of many technical event producers or directors that are also a certified meeting professional, a digital event strategist, someone that has won a few awards <laughs> to their name, one of them being the 40 Under 40 Bizbash Connect uh, Corporate Meetings Awards for 2022, which was this year, also Women to Watch Award in um, 2022 was also something that I received and I was so, so humbled by to see the hard work that was recognized was important. Again, when I call myself a Navy unicorn, and that's sort of funny because I even used to have like a business card that had this uh, unicorn that I was wearing. Probably I adulted since then. I don't have that anymore, but that was sort of fun. What I do behind the scenes and front of scenes whenever I get an occasion is to also be an advocate for women in event productions and in technology because I feel like it's so important to have someone to look up to because me growing up in this business and raising myself in this business, I have not had any female mentors at all in the industry. And I will talk about the male mentors that I've had. However, there was no female mentor to look up to and say, oh, one day I want to be like that. So having that representation in our industry for women in event productions to see themselves, to just meet the glance of another female at a table that's taken over by males. That is so important. Also to see yourself in the future, what you could be if you're just starting up. Those are just some of the reasons that fuel this passion that I have and a deep conviction that there is need for more women and more women role models in the production event world. And if you're one of those women, and when I say women, really, I mean any female identifying individual that would like to join us, please do so. We have a LinkedIn community. It's called Women in Events. 
Tech Plus Prod. <laughs> it's um, growing, and I love to see and hear from a lot of you that this year actually I got to connect with so many just uh, by uh, the means of the season that sadly is coming to an end. As I said, it's not going to be the end. However, it's been such a great opportunity to connect with other women in event productions and not just uh, locally, but nationally and globally. And aside from all those things, as I'm still trying to wrap up my introduction, if I were a guest on my own show, I'm also very much the eternal optimist that you'll meet. I'm also a very strong believer in the goodness of people. And I mean it when I say that because it has caused me dearly at times to focus on the positive in people. And I will talk about that later. However, not that I'm not a realist, but I want to focus on the positive. And if there is an opportunity for me to leave negative thoughts or negative behaviors or conduct behind, I will always take the path that takes me towards positivity. And as much as I am passionate about those things, I'm also passionate about the outdoors and environmental sustainability and speaking at events and talking about the importance of why having women role models in event production is so important. When I'm not planning, producing, creating content or freelancing for events in many diverse roles, you will find me in the gym working out. I have a new goal for my next year's competition. And if you have not heard yet, I have um, actually been part of a bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding competition this past year. In September, I took two first places home and that was quite the experience, not to mention how it happened right in the middle of the busy season. But that's a topic for another season, actually a season that will start next year in 2023. And I'll talk more about what that was like. In the meantime, I am working my way into prepping for what... 2023 might bring. It's exciting. I am certainly taking one day at a time and not making any big plans like I used to anymore because if anything, this year has taught me how all the plans I have made beginning of 2022 have been great. However, the event industry has, has quite an effect on us event planners and technical event producers. And it's ironic at times how things can move either super slow or super fast and how your plans needs to constantly adjust. And you just have to be flexible and make yourself available for the opportunities that uh, present themselves as they present themselves. Okay, I feel like I've already talked a lot and I'm barely, barely getting started. So that was obviously a lot to share. There's more to it. In a nutshell, that's sort of like my background of how I got where I am. And I... <laughs> I didn't fill in, in all the spots there because there's 20 years of information to fill in. However, now that you got a bit of a glimpse into my behind the scenes, I feel like it's time to start going into the next topic. And many times, actually most of the times when I bring on a new guest on the show, I usually ask them this 
important question. What got you started and what keeps you here? What's the passion behind what keeps you here? So I call this <laughs> next segment, a woman's tale in a male dominated event world. Now, for as long as I remember, I had an affinity towards technology and anything that had wires, knobs, microelectronics, and microprocessors inside. I was the key that played in her dad's workshop. I was fixing anything that I could fix, broken radios, the super old CRT TV sets. I know I'm dating myself. Anything that was everything that had some type of an electron in it and anything that would end up in my dad's workshop who was a bit of a hoarder and loved to have everything just in case because you never know when you need a part here or there. So that's what truly started this innate love for fixing things and for equipment and for trying to figure out how stuff works. It's funny because in every story and every interview that I've had with women in event productions, that upbringing of having someone in their life where they influence some of the desires and the passions that we all attach to was going all the way back since they were children. And for me, that is true, just the same. My passion for anything that's electronic and anything that needs fixing, anything that needs tweaking goes all the way back since I was a child. I love that world more than I love playing with dolls and dressing up like other girls or doing my hair or makeup. I learned that way later in life eventually when I sort of had to, but that was just not the thing that I, the fact that I find myself in this field two decades later since I moved from Romania and the fact that I'm still here, I think it's no coincidence. And uh, it is a natural progression of my journey that started in high school, as I mentioned, in radio, uh, as a DJ, moving to US, looking for opportunities to learn sound engineering, going to school to study more about this field and eventually getting to profess this learned new skill set of mixing sound for live bands and corporate events. I want to believe that that workshop playpen is what has propelled me towards opportunities that I would have probably never even conceived myself. And for that, I am forever grateful to my dad. I had some amazing male mentors and allies, as I mentioned, along the way in my upbringing and in my journey. And I feel like I don't mention them enough. And I don't even know that I've ever mentioned them before, actually. So I would like to take this opportunity right now to just uh, mention their names and the things that I'm thankful for. I know that we have a lot to cover, but I think it's so important to go back and look on your journey and see the people that have left an impact, even if they were there for a season, even if they were there for just a short while. I know that I'm not the only one that has had people alongside uh, during different seasons, and I am beyond grateful for each one of them, positive impact that they've left 
in my life, for sharing their knowledge, for maybe just a word of encouragement during a time when I needed it. Sometimes even words of criticism. Yes, you can grow to constructive criticism just the same. And all of that helped me be the person that I am today and be better at my skill set and at my craft. And they helped me, you know, ask questions and they helped me realize things and they helped me grow really. And some of those individuals, you know, like I said, played a huge role in my life while others were there just for a short season, like a shooting star across the sky. Yet they still left a trace in my life on their way out. I will start with my very first real mentor, uh, which uh, I have met while I was in radio. His name is Ciprian. And uh, I used to call him Neo. We had this joke going uh, between the two of us. Uh, He's one that has opened up a new world of possibilities to me. And for that, I am beyond grateful. The next person that is worth mentioning is Daniel. He's the first audio engineer that invested and poured his audio knowledge in me while we were both volunteering at this house of worship in Southern California. Thank you, Danny, for also setting the stage for what uh, an open, no BS friendship looks like between a good-looking guy and a very silly girl like myself at the time and not making him weird. I think that was so important for me because in this field, things can get weird fast. The next person that I'm going to mention is Don. He's the first live streaming and video engineer who taught me a world of knowledge in a topic that I did not know much about. And especially at the time, and this is 15 years, 17 years ago, he's one of the most faithful to his craft professional that I've ever known. And his dedication and loyalty and commitment were basically the standard that I could only dream to abide by. Ian Ingram, he is my very first boss in event productions, the most hardworking event production professional I've ever met. I've learned the word hustling from in. I've also learned that nothing is not solvable with the right attitude and you can never give up. That was also something that Ian taught me early in my career. He would figure out a solution even if he meant walking through a wall or something. Also, he was the first one that taught me what quoting and proposals would look like, although his were always on a piece of napkin. And for that, I would always make fun of you, Ian. I'm sorry, but it's just hilarious to me that that worked at the time for you. I don't think my clients now would appreciate if I served them with a napkin and would call that a proposal. Thank you so much for taking me under your wing and teaching me all the things during a season when really there weren't a lot of people that were giving chances to this young girl that spoke with an accent that was full of fire and passion, but didn't quite know much at the time. So I had to learn my way from the ground up. Jacob, I want to thank you for showing me and teaching me what processes 
next level processes look like when it comes to technical event planning. I think you were the one that actually coined the title technical event planner for the very first time. And I just loved it. Thank you for always aspiring to produce the most excellent events and just go the extra mile in helping others. Brian, thank you for taking a chance on me when I moved to a brand new place and you show me what an organized and clean event production company and warehouse really looks like. I love learning from you and your business acumen. You are one of the best business people I've actually met. Mike, sadly, he's deceased now. Um, he was a good friend of mine and um, I cherish the time that we had together. I saw the struggle and I saw you win over some of your demons that you're fighting at the time so many times over. And I, I, I remember the good times. I remember the times when you're one of the funnest person to be around. Even when things didn't always go as planned, you always found something to laugh at and sprinkle joy wherever you were. I hope that you rest in peace. Todd, I learned so much from working with you and for you at times and you working for me. You're the consummate learner, a solid business owner and a solid sound engineer that can wear so many other hats and figure out so many things and still stay humble and admit the things that you don't always know. I'm a huge fan of yours, even as we've separated ways and we're both building our own worlds currently. I will already respect the person that you are and the things that we've done together, the events that we worked on and the things that I've learned from you. Kenan, your dedication and loyalty to whatever project you invest yourself into, your ability to make things happen out of barely nothing, your attitude of never giving up when faced with challenges, your friendship over the years, always available to save a girl in time of need. I can't give you enough credit and kudos for the awesome person that you are. I'm so blessed to call you a friend. Brent, I always admired your work ethic and desire to constantly learn new things and consistently hone in your skills. You have an innate ability to figure out things where most people fail and give up. And that makes you a superman in your own right. James, we've gotten to be friends virtually over COVID. And when we finally got to work together, you didn't disappoint one bit. So refreshing to work and learn from someone as knowledgeable as you are, but also as humble as you are. You're on your way to do some amazing things. And I am so excited for you. I can't wait to see what fabulous things you're doing and just watch your journey. Kurt, you're the ultimate technical event planner that I know, the funnest person to be around, but also someone so dedicated to his clients. So glad to have had a chance to work with you on several shows and see how much you care and the length at which you're willing to go to make things happen. Jason, you're my buddy, Jay. When I've got questions, especially when it comes to video, LED video installations, LED wall questions, 
fitness and nutrition alike, you're my go-to person. And for that, I'm so grateful. Your incredible discipline and consistency is beyond inspiring. And when I see you work 16, 18 hours days and then still manage to hit the gym for an hour at 3 a.m., I am in awe because that is out of this world discipline. And many of us can only dream of as we're dreaming while we're sleeping, while you're working out. <laughs> George, I am so grateful to know you. You are someone that is local here to the Treasure Valley. You welcome me into your business network and I'm constantly learning from you. And what does it mean to be a successful entrepreneur that keeps growing and keeps evolving? And I know that you have changed so many small businesses' lives and business owners' lives for the better. And for that, I am so grateful to call you a friend and a business mentor. Last but not least, Ezekiel, there's no one else that's been the constant pillar of strength and common sense as you have been for the last 15 years of my life. You've been by my side through thick and thin. Not once did I have to try and impress you or pretend that I'm someone else because you've seen the best of me and you've seen the worst of me. You've known me at my very best and at my very worst and stood by me through ups and downs. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for your support. Our family would not exist without your relentless commitment to us. I could write an entire chapter just about all the little things that you've done behind the scenes to support me and allow for my career to evolve and grow, let alone the big things that are so many. So for that, I am thankful to you for being the backbone of this entire operation, someone that I really mentioned, but has been really a huge supporter along the way. There are so many more to be mentioned here. I'll stop because I've got a whole lot more to cover this episode. And, you know, I probably should just take another episode to just do that next time to give you guys another refresher of all the amazing people that came alongside me. Again, they might have been there for a long time or just for a season. Before we take a brief moment to acknowledge our podcast sponsor and supporter, let me just mention one more thing here. As a woman in business and event productions, even when surrounded by a cloud of good intentional people, it doesn't mean that things would always be easy. No one is perfect and no friendship, no relationship, no partnership is perfect either. Yet, like I mentioned earlier, I make it an intentional effort to focus on the positive and leave any negativity behind. Many of the above mentioned relationships and partnerships and mentorships went through fire and trial to prove they're worth pursuing, that those people are worth learning from, that I am worth being invested in. Some of these friendships were short-lived, uh, yet they still left a positive impact, and that's what I choose to focus on. I do not like drama, and honestly, no relationship is worth it. And I say this only because for anyone out there looking for a mentor, it's important to find loyal, 
quality people. But finding those people can be a process of trial and error. You will invest in the wrong relationships, in the wrong partnerships, in the wrong mentorships, and you will pay for having too much faith in some people. You will give second chances to some and maybe none to others uh, because you will wave goodbye to those people. And such is life. I never knew how strong I was until I had to forgive someone I actually mentioned above uh, who wasn't even sorry. And I had to learn to accept an apology that I never received. So whenever I have doubts about whatever it is that uh, I'm doing, I remember that. And that gives me hope that I am strong enough to handle whatever my come my way. So in case nobody told you today, you are stronger than you think and you are doing great. Stay strong, my warrior friend. And remember, you can handle whatever it is that you're going through. You grow through what you go through. So stay strong. And now, before we move any further, let's take one quick moment to acknowledge our podcast sponsor and supporter, and we will be right back to continue this, hopefully, conversation, because I want to hear from all of you, your thoughts on mentorship, your thoughts on what this podcast meant to you this past year, and I will let you in on what's coming up next. Before we move any further, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our main sponsor, Trifan Events, which is a boutique event planning and production agency that will come alongside you, offering personalized event planning and technical support, strategic event design, production and technology management, and flawless execution for live, virtual, and hybrid events. The team at Trifan Events is passionate about planning and producing event experiences that get people involved with true moments of interaction, engagement, and co-creation while offering white glove treatment throughout the entire planning process, enabling you to reach your event goals with the use of creativity, production tools, and event technology. To find out how Trifun Events can plan and produce your event become memorable, go to trifunevents.com. Coming back to our last episode of 2022, episode 100. Let's see. There you go. Can you believe that we've recorded 45 episodes this year? More than we did in the first two and a half years of this podcast. I am so proud of myself. (laughs) I accept this award, people. I accept this award. Just kidding. But seriously, I am actually proud for staying so darn consistent and making the impossible possible at times, recording and scheduling and editing and doing all the things while also I was traveling nonstop and many times. Times, you know, I was actually recording from hotels. I was consistently editing on the airplane and in the airports and in between gigs, whenever I could find a moment of downtime that was actually spent on editing to make sure that I had an episode ready for that Friday to drop. Also, super proud and thankful of my podcast team. 
James Hamad for filling in behind the scenes when I couldn't editing around the clock so I can content edit. And many times that was the night before the podcast would drop. I'm so grateful for our amazing guests that also had to work with a bit of my insane schedule to record and provide some incredible value for all of our listeners. And again, I feel like we need to use an applause right now because you all deserve it. So let's try it. Now, Coming back to my upbringing in event productions, I will tell you right off the bat, having a supporting parent that saw the potential in me and the desire to learn more about how to fix things, uh, followed by my radio mentor who appreciated my curiosity to learn about this four-channel mixing board and fed that curiosity even further along with all the others that I mentioned earlier that came along me or taught me things over the years, just invested in me, uh, teaching some of the things that they knew or teaching some of the things that they had to learn themselves as well. And were fortunate enough to have someone else teach them themselves. I am so grateful for this journey. I'm grateful that I've had those people in my life at key moments over the years to provide me with the support that I needed. And yes, I know how this could very much be called a privilege. I am privileged to have had some amazing parents. I am privileged to have had good mentors and the self-motivation and a hunger to grow and to learn and succeed at whatever I put my mind to do. You know, at the end of the day, I can be a lone wolf. I've suffered pain just like everybody else, uh, challenges and hurt along the way, just like you might have. But one thing that I will never change is this. We all need a group of people that we can call our people. We can call our community. So we feel accepted even when we're different by all accounts. I'm different <laughs> to a lot of people, not just my culture and upbringing, but also by the fact that I am a woman in event productions. And for the majority of my time in this field, I was the only woman in event production surrounded by a lot of male counterparts that I am grateful for. However, I did not look like any of them and I didn't act like any of them and I didn't feel like any of them. And that is okay. But sometimes that also brought this need to find my own community to feel like I truly belong to something and I truly belong to a community of people that understands how I'm different than they are. And I, for the longest time, struggled with that. I belong to myself first and foremost, but I also want to belong to a community of like-minded individuals. And so behind the fifth season, which like I mentioned, is sadly coming to a close with this episode, but again, by no means will we not continue to bring on amazing women in event productions or amazing women in events, front of scenes, behind the scenes. So basically going back to what I was trying to say here, the secret agenda <laughs> behind the season was this need 
to create a community and belonging for many of us women in AV and women in event productions. And just as I mentioned on one of my LinkedIn posts earlier this month, because again, when I say women in event productions, I want to make it clear that we welcome all female identifying individuals as well as uh, gender, cisgender, binary, non-binary, transgender, anyone who may identify with a gender over than the identities listed here. So don't let the term used woman stop you from joining us if you're looking for a community, if you're looking to belong to some like-minded individuals that you would like to be part of. We also understand that not everyone may feel comfortable sharing their gender identities, and that's totally okay. We do not require anyone to do that in any way, shape, or form. So uh, going back now to the purpose behind the last season of this podcast, which again, beyond all my wildest expectations, has caught like fire, the purpose has been to build up this online community of women in events, which we've already started building a couple of years ago a little slowly, a community of women that support one another and don't tear each other down, a community of women that advocates for all the other women in event productions and in technology as well. And I have been actively at work and intentionally advocating and searching for these women and using whatever platform I had and my voice to raise awareness that there is a need for more women as role models in the production event world, a passion of mine fueled by this deep conviction that women in event technology and production are just as able and capable as men are in any technical leading role. And so for the last few years, through the means of podcasting, as well as by personal example, I've made it my mission to encourage and empower women to believe in their unique selves and their skills and their talents and creativity and emotional intelligence and sensibility and attention to details, all the things that can provide an amazing contribution to the technology and event production world. And while I haven't achieved all my goals here by the number of messages and emails that I have received from so many women behind the scenes, I know that this work is important and I know that this work is relevant to many of you and it does have an impact. More women feel heard, seen, and finally finding their voice. And for that, I am beyond honored and humbled to be part of a movement that highlights and creates more role models for the generations to come. Now, I'm also a practical realist, as I mentioned in the beginning. Yes, I believe in the goodness of people. Yes, I focus on positive and positivity. And I don't just get lost in an utopian world. I know this work has to happen from the inside out also. I am fully aware of how women many times are the first to have biases against other women in event technology and event productions. I've seen it play out again and again in my own experience as well as in other people's experiences and in some of the stories that I've heard from some of the amazing women that I got to interview this past season where, for example, a female event planner would 
would go and see a production guy in a room full of techs, even with some female techs around. And they would assume under the same wrong bias and perception that behind the scenes, dealing with all the technology and production must always be a guy in charge. And until we break down those biases from the inside out, that maybe, just maybe, females could also be the ones in charge just as often as guys tend to be, then maybe that's when the change will become more of a reality for all of us women behind the scenes in events and event productions. So while we expect the guys to be our allies and our mentors and create space for us to flourish and thrive, the change must start with us. We can be hypocrites, and I am the first one to raise my hand and admit that there might have been times when I caught myself doing just that, and I had to make myself aware and become aware of my own biases. And once I did that, I was able to pause and stop and question my own preconceived notions about why do I think that a female in a technical heavy role could be a weaker asset to the team than a male in the same role with the same skills and knowledge or even lesser skills and knowledge? And how unfair is to apply that mindset to my own interactions when I've been on both sides of the things. And I know personally how hurtful and damaging to one's confidence those preconceived notions and perceptions really are. And so the questions become, is it the lack of access to education, the hands-on training, the knowledge, or straight up awareness, the culprit here? As I pondered upon this dilemma, just this past year alone and how much more work is to be done here and how it feels like we do not have enough time. I mean, I get it. I get overwhelmed and it can get overwhelming super fast. Just in the last couple of months, I've been a technical director, an event producer, a show caller, a stage manager, an audio engineer, a video engineer, a VMAX operator, a graphics operator on some of the largest shows I've done. And some of those roles were primarily while others were where I wear multiple hats at once. And I've been asked before, like, why would you do all those things? Why would you venture out of your comfort zone to fill some of those roles that, you know, by all accounts are risky or are stressful or are just taking too much of you and out of you when just being a technical director or producer is your main gig? Well, for myself, and I've shared this, it was important to do that because I've had three main reasons for doing that. Venturing outside of the type of events that I normally do gives me the opportunity to see what others are doing. Uh, being boots on the ground enlarges my capacity while also enhances the opportunity of learning a few new things, meet some new cool people, while being hands-on also gives me the opportunity to stay in touch with the production technology as it's constantly evolving right under our eyes or our hands. Also, finding quality production vendors and technicians right where they are. So when I need quality production partners for my own events, 
I have already established a rapport with people that I've worked with. I have already known how they operate. And, you know, I don't have to take the type of risks that at times I had to take going blind on a brand new, you know, production crew that you've never worked with before. That can be stressful, not to say how how much liability that's attached to it. And I've been burned before by production vendors that came highly recommended that I didn't personally work with before until the day of, and that is never ideal. And then the last reason, the third reason really was, again, going back to this idea of a community, idea of finding my tribe of behind the scenes, women in AV productions, women in event productions. And by the way, I have a community on Instagram as well, if you're more of an Instagram person, and it's called Women in AV Productions. That's the handle. So feel free to join us. I love to highlight what you guys are doing behind the scenes. That's my main goal for that account, just to be able to elevate each other and cherish the work that we all do. Because again, going back to my own journey and my upbringing in event productions, for the majority of my career in event productions, I've been the only woman on a tech crew, especially the geographical area that I'm in. And it has always bothered me. I've always been searching, like, how come there's no more women technicians and women engineers around me that I could work with side by side? And I started wondering if maybe it's time for me to go and search for them somewhere else. Maybe this locational reality is more of a culprit and all those women exist somewhere on a different planet and I need to go search. (laughs) So the main goal for me really getting out of my own geographical location is to go search and find them. And I have found them. Let me tell you, There are women in event productions. There are women in AV productions and they thrive and they're amazing. And I've worked on women-only crews that did amazing events. And uh, I had the opportunity to be the technical producer and technical director for some of those events. And I was just in awe of the fact that that reality exists. And it's not just some fictional utopian world that... I always hoped that exists, but it was more like in the fantasy la-la land. So when I did finally get outside of these boundaries, I was able to find more of us. And that has been really the highlight of me traveling intensively this last season. So here's the takeaway. If you want to grow and excel in whatever craft you're proficient in, you must enlarge your capacity and constantly push outside your comfort zone. And, you know, for anyone that's a little afraid of this idea of like pushing outside of your comfort zone because feels uncomfortable. Yes, it is a comfortable. But here's the thing. It can be done in a controlled fashion if you are someone that just gets anxious and overwhelmed fast because you make your own rules. And if you do all the things (laughs) like I sometimes do, my encouragement to you is to also give yourself some space and some grace. And I know I am the first to say that I am preaching to the choir. And for anyone curious about how things are going on this side of the fence, This is my last episode to be recorded this year, and I feel tired. I have been procrastinating on recording this for quite a while because... 
this season has taken so much out of me and I just wanted to rest. I just wanted a moment for myself to give myself space to think again, to be able to come up with some creative ideas, with some smart things to say, just to have time to breathe because I don't always rest well. I'm still reflecting on how this year has been out and I was hoping and planning to rest for the rest of the year. But apparently, I never run short of things to do, including recording this podcast episode very last minute and giving myself work to do before the end of the week so I can put it on the air. So it's truly the last episode of the year before the year actually ends. So here's what I've got to add today. It's a confession that I've got to make. And those two statements that will follow don't necessarily exclude each other. They're perfectly imperfect and in tandem with each other. This year was the best year I've had on a professional level, the most interesting, the most fascinating top level. I've worked with some amazing clients for some amazing clients. I've partnered with some amazing vendors, partners, and I've done some amazing events. And I've worked on some amazing projects. Those projects were intimate, smaller events, but also stadium-sized, large events, moving all the way into the big league, which is a completely type of event altogether. And I've also grown this podcast organically way more than I had any hopes for beginning of the year. I've been invited to speak on national stages and just get exposed to a much larger audience that I could ever dream of. And I'm looking forward to do more of that in 2023. All of it organically grown and relationship-based. I've interviewed some fantastic guests. If there's one takeaway here is this. Showing up relentlessly and consistently for yourself and your brand pays out huge dividends over time. And while this year was the best year I've had professionally, it was one of the best years I've had on a fitness and mental wellness level. I've invested time, I mean so much time, in my mental health and my fitness because I felt it was necessary, especially coming from a very dark season in 2020 and trailing into 2021. And I've never dreamt about bodybuilding because beginning of 2022. And this seed was planted in my mind as I'm seeing the results. And I said, hey, why not? Let's give it a shot. And sure enough, I did. And that was so far-fetched and so left field from everything that I've done before and everything that I've seen myself doing at the end of 2021 that I can't even begin to explain. And You know, when that seed again got planted in my mind, I honestly laughed at myself for quite a while, just thinking about the idea of me getting on stage, doing a routine and just showing my skimpy ass to some strangers that would judge me for what I look like. And I'm like, who does that? Who'd want to put themselves to that? That sounds insane. Sure enough, I did it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, once I did it, and I brought home those two swords that one of them you can see over there. And I'm telling you, that sword is heavy. I mean, I could fight zombies if I had to. Uh, luckily, hopefully, I don't have to. But I have it just in case. I've, <laughs> I've, I've done some things this year, and I'm so proud of all of it because once I put my mind and I get set on something, I know that I will follow through, and eventually everything will fall into place. I know that when I'm in it, I'm there to win it. There was no other option there when I signed up for this competition because when I invest myself into something or someone for that matter, I'm all in. I don't do half measures. Uh, when I'm not invested, I'm not invested. Don't count on me because I'm not interested and I might as well be out. But when I'm in, then better believe it and be ready for all of that intensity and passion to come through to another level because I'm in the house, people. And yet, all of that obviously has taken a toll on some of my personal relationships. Uh, no person is perfect, as I mentioned. And I have to give myself grace even when... I do a lot of things. I have to look at the places and the areas that I still need to work on and acknowledge those places and put effort and intentionality behind some of my actions. And on a personal level, I felt like this year has been one of the hardest that I've had. I mean, this wasn't real life if I didn't share with you guys some of this and how not everything is always perfect, even if on screen it might look like or on social it might look like. I would feel terrible to give you even the slightest idea that I'm amazing at everything I do. That is farther away from the truth. That would probably be prime time cockiness on display. And I'm here to tell you that Again, that couldn't be far away from the truth. Uh, while I don't wallow in negativity and when things start breaking at the seams, my first reaction is always, what can I do to work on myself to fix whatever it is that needs fixing? And what can I do to change? Again, I'm a fixer by design and I move into action. There are things that unfortunately, once broken, they do stay broken. They can no longer be fixed. And I had to accept that. And that has been one of the hardest things for a fixer like myself to accept. Some things just can be patched. Others are just forever lost. And someone made the analogy in one of my previous podcast episodes about how this work-life balance is more like juggling a bunch of glass and plastic balls in the air all at once. And during this fragile balancing act, you better hope that you do not drop some of the glass balls. Some of the Plastic ones may drop, but they will bounce right back. The glass ones, unfortunately, they will shatter into a million pieces. And I can think of a particular relationship that has sort of fallen into a million pieces because it was one of those glass balls that I dropped and it wasn't repairable anymore. And I tried so hard, like I could picture myself looking at these glass balls, you know, 
basically shattered on the floor and trying to pick up the pieces and glue them together and cut my fingers and trying to handle those splinters. And that's exactly how that relationship felt. Like it was broken and the harder I tried, the harder I hurt myself and I cut myself in trying to fix it. And I will forever grieve this because... I take responsibility for some of it, for the friendship that is no longer there. It's something that I wish it was, but what's gone, it's gone and can be brought back. And um, I know the price that I paid and I don't think it's worth it, but here we are. When it's all said and done, when the dust has settled, all that remains are some good memories and Those are the ones that I honestly want to hang on to, leave all the regrets behind. And while from the outside, it might seem like he was all perfect, all put together, on the east side, just know that things are not always as easy to navigate because there's this diactomy of some things going really, really well, while others, they might be taking a turn for the worse. I know I'm not the only one that has navigated situations like this this past year. And that's the only reason why I shared, because it can be really, really hard at times to just show up, show up for yourself, show up for your family, show up for your friends, for your clients, show up for your business, show up for whatever it is that you're doing, show up for the world, really. I'm one of those people that while I take pride in all the things that I do and I am confident in the things that I am and I'm capable of, I'm also not afraid to admit that at times I screw up and I screw up my priorities sometimes. I had to learn a few hard lessons in the process because of it. Yet here we are, end of the year, reflecting back. And all I can say is that I am incredibly, incredibly, so very grateful for all the amazing things that this year has brought. And all the partnerships that I've made, the events I've produced and I've worked on, and the guests I've had on this podcast. Huge shout out to all of you. I'm so very proud of all the things that we have accomplished so far. I'm also perfectly okay with grieving and letting go of things. And for me, letting go can be such a hard lesson because I don't just let go. I don't just give up. I don't just leave things unsaid or undone. And some things, they will never be the same, nor will they ever be as we hoped, imagined, or planned. So at the end of the year, I am hopeful for what 2023 might bring. Here's to giving it another shot next year, another chance to do bigger and better things, showing up true to myself and no one else. And if you, like me, have navigated some uncharted territory this year, give yourself some space and some grace to reflect, release, reset, refocus, but don't you dare give up on your dreams. And in closing, (laughs) 
would love for you to just take an inventory, the few words that come to your mind when you think about your own professional and personal journey this year. And if you'd like to share that with me, you know where to find me. I'll put it on the screen again, either via email podcast at threefunevents.com or on WhatsApp via the phone number listed on the screen, 208-985-8620. And if you are someone that likes to stay ahead of the game, which is paramount to every event success, if you are in need of an event producer, event director that has wore all the hats and is in touch with every aspect of the production flow, hit me up. Our team at Refund Events has grown this year and so has our capacity to take on new clients and new projects in 2023. And many of my connections have actually requested that I help them out with the planning of their 2023 event strategy. And if you'd be interested in uh, learning or wanting some tips on how to make your event more effective and cost efficient, given the state of the industry, make sure that you book a one-on-one strategy session at your earliest convenience. And I will have the link in the episode notes. And with that, (laughs) this is it for today's episode, the last episode of 2022, the 100th episode of Events Demystified since we started in July of 2019, I believe. I think it was 2019. Thank you so much for staying dedicated and staying so loyal to this podcast. We're going to kick off 2023 with a brand new season. And I'm so excited about this season because it has a focus on some of the things that I'm passionate about. Not that I'm not passionate about a lot of things like event productions and women event productions, but this season will focus on mental and physical fitness and wellness especially for event professionals. When it comes to all things events, especially related to wellness, mental health, and physical health, well, you should definitely come along for the journey. I've got some episodes already in the can recorded. The guests are amazing. You don't want to miss those. So make sure you subscribe. Stay tuned for what's coming up, airing on January. And I think it's going to be either the first or the second week in January. I haven't decided decided which one is going to be. I'm operating from the premise that I need to give myself a break as well. As much as I want to push for the next season to catch on fire, just like the last one has, I have to give myself some space to also rest, not overwork myself into the ground beginning of January. (laughs) I know I'm fully capable of doing that. I have done that in the past. Anyway, to end this episode, I've actually wanted to leave you with a few lyrics. And this is one of my favorite songs that I've been listening to for a little while. And here's how it goes. It's a song by Garrett Emery, Where Do We Go From Here? Today's the day and tomorrow we'll wake up and ask each other, where do we go from here? Tonight though, it's you and me. We're gonna live in the moment, experience the now, forget fear, forget politics. Life isn't life when you're terrified and you fear that. And that is the one thing that's guaranteed for us all. So we're gonna leave. 
We're gonna jump off cliffs into oceans. We're gonna take planes to faraway places. We're gonna find friends and find lovers and stay up late. And we're gonna talk about everything and nothing at all. We're gonna follow our heart and the beat of the music wherever it takes us because today is today. And tomorrow and next year, we can decide. Where do we go from here? Thank you for listening to the Events Demystified podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review it, rate it, and share it with other event professionals that could benefit from it. Connect with us on social at Events Demystified Podcast. We would love to hear from you and what you're up to. If you'd like to learn more about Tree Fan Event Services and find out if we're a good fit in supporting your event, can we help your event be successful with a 20-minute free consultation? Link in the episode's notes. Thanks for tuning in.